0: Hey, y'all, we just want to give you a listener warning, a bit of a heads up. Many of our ghost stories, and particularly the ones today, do mention plantations. It's kind of hard to get away from Southern history without talking plantations. We're not getting into any specifics or mentioning traumas or atrocities. We know they exist, but we're only mentioning them in as much as they pertain to the figures in our stories or the locations thereof. Hope you stay with us. Welcome to Southern Fried Spooky, a podcast where we talk about gothy stuff, local legends, and haunted places. As good Southerners we really should introduce ourselves. I'm the Carolina girl,
1: Heather. And I'm the Florida man, Tony. Today we're gonna to be talking about Polly's Island and the Grey Man. Okay, so Polly's Island is off the coast of South Carolina, one of those low lying island communities, I guess you could say. You could say, yeah, yeah. a lot of well, cool stuff around there.
0: <laughs> well, I grew up around here, so I grew up going to Myrtle Beach and Polly's Island and Merle's Inlet. So if you're from South Carolina, you, or at least have lived here a while, you know about all of these places. And last year, we took you on your first trip to Polly's Island. Yeah, yes. that's right.
1: I really liked it. Um, not, not too much of a surfer, surfer boy like me, but yeah, no, it's, it's no. kind of nice.
0: Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I did. Myrtle Beach is enjoyable if you like the tawdry, tourist trappy stuff. But Polly's Island is a nice place and has always been kind of a resort for the rich. Um, shall we discuss some history of the place? Oh, uh, sure, sure. We can go into that. So it was established in 1711 by Percival Poly, not Polly, P A W L E Y, not P O L L Y, like the parrot, which is what I always thought it was when I was a kid. Polly Shore. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> so it was the first summer resort. um plantation owners and planters yes that is part of our history would escape to the islands during the summer where it would get all hot and muggy and on the islands it's not quite so bad Yeah, and people well, are I mean, still
1: using it as a resort. I, mean, yeah, place I was about now. to say it's still like a resort place I mean I wouldn't call it tourist trappy like oh, Orlando no, no. or anything but yeah I'd say it's 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 got its nice little points.
0: Well we did stay at a place called the plantations and brook green gardens which is so gorgeous it is nearby and it is on the site of an old plantation so southern history
1: abounds yeah, and it's hard well, to escape is it well, i guess this is a really good way of using what we have you know, yeah, yeah, it's a absolutely. plantation let's turn it into a nice garden and adelia the the sand castle oh yes so more
0: about the gray man now being from Carolina, I grew up hearing stories about him. Before every big major storm and every hurricane, we would talk about the Gray Man, and it kind of surprised me that you had not heard yeah, of him. No, I, I hadn't even heard of
1: it until you know I met you, really. Well, how fortunate mean, for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to have um, made my acquaintance. Yeah, um, and you know I'd lived through things like Hugo. Right. And, you know, being from Florida, Hurricane or a dime a dozen, you know, people throw parties down there. So <laughs> you don't really hear about the ghosts that are trying to warn you of them.
0: No, that's why you get the Florida man headlines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in Polly's Island is where he is said to originate. And for the uninitiated, he is our local protector ghost. He is a gray figure. Go figure that. Um, who appears on the Carolina coastline before big storms.
1: Was well, it like the first reports of him was like 1822 or something like that?
0: That's when the legends first started to be recorded. There are a lot of variations on the legends, and the most common one and the one that I grew up hearing is about the love story of this unknown, unnamed young man who's coming home to see his beloved. Oh, and yeah, gets trapped in the, the quicksands around Polly's Island. Yes, who knew we had the Swamps of Sadness? <laughs> or is that too soon?
1: Oh, you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> apparently he was in a hurry. He cut through the swamps to avoid a storm or to try to get ahead of a storm and did not make it. As you say, he did get stuck in the swamp. Um, a servant apparently survived and told his beloved that he had not survived the swamp. And she was, of course, devastated, as one would be. She coped with her grief by walking on the beach, which we all who live here know the beach is great therapy. And apparently on one of these strolls, she saw off in the distance her beloved. She could not believe it. Um, He approached her and sadly only said, there's a storm coming. You have to get off the island. So she goes home, tells her family what she saw. And rather than them locking her up for being insane, they actually believed her. They heeded the message and they went off the island back to their regular home for the night. And that's when apparently a rather large hurricane hit, and everything was destroyed on her end of the island, except for her house.
1: Wow. So, I guess according to local legends, if he speaks to you and he tells you that there's a hurricane coming, that you're supposedly supposed to be safe from this? That's how it seems to be. There have been more recent sightings,
0: but first things first. We have a few more variations of the legends here, where they come from. This one, the second one, it's not my favorite, but it is a documented one. We have an actual name of a real person. Ooh. Loudon Charles Generet Weston. Good lord, that name. The original owner of the house on Polly's Island, which is now known as the Pelican Inn.
1: Pelican Inn. I sort of really
0: want to go there. I do, it's too, beautiful. and I think... The seasons for what Labor Day to Memorial Day. Yeah,
1: Labor Day to Memorial Day. It's a really cute place, though.
0: I don't think that's what they called it back then, but yeah. this was their summer getaway from the inland space. He received a plantation on his wedding for a wedding gift from his father. Wow, what a gift! Right. right? Um, he and his wife were very happy, but they loved Pelican Inn. Just to put that in one more time. So anyway, more about him. In the years before the Civil War, he was a published historian. He was really well known for his oratory skills. He liked to talk a lot, much like us. Oh, yeah. But he was known also for giving fiery and prophetic speeches, warning about the impending debacle that was going to be the Civil War. He was on the southern side. It was a debacle. <laughs> yeah, that's one good way to put it. Um, he ended up becoming a company commander of the Rifle Guard. And, of course, while at war, he did not get injured, but he got tuberculosis. Ugh. Ugh. Oh,
1: that's rough.
0: Right? And so ever all his good friends and his connections, they decided rather than have him serving duty with tuberculosis, they gave him the easy job of lieutenant governor. Oh, wow. like, What kind of job is that, Lieutenant Governor? It's like, Vice President, you apparently don't have to do too much, I guess. Ultimately, he did succumb to the disease. Of course. The somewhat shaky connection to the Gray Man is that because he was so devoted to his causes and his land and his people, surely he would continue to warn people
1: as... Storms are coming. Not you know. moving on and, no. you know, going to heaven or whatnot. You're just going to continuously warn people about the bad things that are supposedly going to happen. Yeah, like I said, this is not my favorite
0: legend. I mean, it's all documented, but eh, not my best. Yeah. No. The Westons are a potential gray man contender. They did not have any children, so when they died and when Emily Weston died... The the Mazics, apparently, are cousins to Mr. Weston, and they inherited Pelican Inn, and they actually ran it as an inn, bed-and-breakfast kind of place.
1: Like one does.
0: Like one does. And one of the owners since then, um, noted to be Mrs. Eileen Weaver, believes that Mr. Mazik doesn't even have a first name, could well be the gray man but it's kind of unclear why she believes that but it's apparently you can see them at the pelican house or the pelican inn oh i don't know if it's the masics or the Westons, but there are people who um loiter about
1: the place who then promptly disappear right in front of you oh um i've also heard tale and this is just you know i guess hearsay that (laughs) people believe that it's also blackbeard
0: Bla- okay, I don't yeah, know about that yeah,
1: one. Yeah, they actually think that it's Blackbeard and like you know, because in you know, he was fighting a battle off the coast of South Carolina. True. And then they kind of um well, let's just say he lost everything from the neck up. That would be tragic. And then they hung his head on a rope, and it stayed there for a couple weeks, and then they threw it overboard, but now it's said that he, you know, in his... Because he was Blackbeard, and, you know, of course, the pirate, the deadly pirate, and, like, the dread pirate, Roberts. (laughs) uh, Like, Blackbeard, he's now forced, in his afterlife, to warn people of these impending storms. Now, do you actually think that's a possibility? Uh, Not really, but, I mean who's up who, who's to say anything really i mean yeah, i know we
0: do have a bit of a um south carolina claim to edward teach but i don't know he doesn't have quite the right silhouette the gray man is very low-key quiet um black gray. Man was not no no he was quite the showman whereas the gray man is just he comes he does his thing and then he just disappears so i don't know i don't I don't really think I go along with that
1: one. No, I mean it's it's fun to think about, but oh I, yeah, I I honestly doubt that that it's Blackbeard. You know, he walks up to warn you of an impending storm, you scurvy swab. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, um, in 1954, uh, a woman reported him said that uh you know. She claimed that she was walking down the beach and saw this ghost and he was like, you know, you're not safe, go home, a storm's coming. And apparently she went home and her house was unaffected by Hazel, I believe it was. I think it was, yeah, it was actually the Hurricane Hazel. Uh, yeah, 1954, wow. Before I was born. <laughs> a little bit before most of us. Yeah. But again, in
0: 1989, Mm -hmm. we were both there for that. Hurricane Hugo. Oh, God. Like, where I was, it was just a really bad storm. But I'm in Columbia, South Carolina.
1: we were in, during that, we were in North Carolina. In a place called Morganton, North Carolina. Oh, wow. And it made landfall. And, like, everybody talked about how bad it was. But I remember getting up. And watching TV to see if they were closing school. Because I didn't want to go to school.
0: Yeah, we don't really get snow
1: days. We get hurricane. We get (laughs) hurricane days. uh, Those rainy days.
0: And most recently, I think, was 2018 Hurricane Florence. Yep. Um, The ghost reveals himself to a select number of people. Like, he just doesn't come to everybody. He just chooses certain people. Yeah, it's not like he's on
1: the beach juggling balls or anything.
0: (laughs) No, he's not busking on the beach. Mm. Um, But... People who have allegedly encountered this spirit credit him with saving their material belongings, their property, and probably themselves. But it's not really clear how he chooses people.
1: Maybe it's just they're there, so he talks to them. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's just one of those things of he already knows whose house is going to get screwed up in the process. (laughs) Usually, it's just about everybody's. Um, Supposedly, they captured video of him, which you can find on YouTube, of the Polly's Island Gray Man, of him walking across the boardwalk. Ooh. Yeah, which is uh, right before Irma, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. um, So, have you seen the video? um, I have seen the video. What do you think? Well, it kind of looks like just dust flying in the air, but hurricane you know gale force winds of 90 miles an hour dust just doesn't float through the air well that's true not that leisurely stroll (laughs) no i mean it's it's obvious that it's a person like you can you can see that there's a a vague outline of a a person there it's kind of interesting video doesn't really last long it's probably like 20 seconds long but uh yeah you should check it out it's kind of cool fantastic Well, I think the video would be very cool to see, and
0: I'm sorry that they didn't have videos further back when. I mean, that's sort of a recent phenomenon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, CCTV didn't come, it wasn't around in the 50s, so.
0: Another instance of a haunting or a sighting is uh, Phil Buchanan, who um, had the experience back in 1954, again, definitely before videos. But he, too, had the experience of encountering the gray man while whilst and at the same time walking on the beach and encountering the gray man and coming home and leaving, you know, doing the thing. Yeah. And he said that when he came back, all the houses on his end of the island were just flattened except for his. Which looked fine. Wow. Nothing was wrong. Which I can only imagine how the neighbors must have felt. Oh, absolutely. Can you imagine that? So
1: you saw the gray man, didn't you? Like, we have matchsticks, (laughs) you have a house.
0: (laughs) But it's just so many records and instances of this happening. And it's a curious phenomenon. Like, I don't know how it is. Like, what is his power to save the house? Or if he just chooses people... I don't know. I have never quite understood it, but I've
1: always known him to be like the least scary ghost. Well, you magic Bray hurricane genie. Yeah. Um, Come to save your house. Sure. Yeah. I just like I didn't I didn't really know about this until you guys told me and i found it kind of interesting i thought it was kind of cool that you know polly's island had its own ghost you know and he's starting to
0: get a little more traction because he was just sort of a quiet local legend but there was after hugo there were some residents jim and clara moore Mm. they were on unsolved mysteries back in 1990 Mm. remember that unsolved
1: mysteries wow
0: totally they related their encounter with their mysterious man on the beach and how he disappeared and how their house was spared when the storm hit, and apparently the Weather Channel aired a series in twenty fourteen American Supernatural yeah. that devoted an entire episode to the Gray Man because he
1: is just a weather related ghost. Wow, what kind of that's that's kind of a crazy existence. You're the ghost known for weather prediction. Somebody has to do it, I suppose. At the least mo- people trust him and believe him. He's like the most famous weatherman in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm suddenly envisioning those people back in the day, you know, whenever we'd watch the hurricane, and you got the the reporter out there wearing the poncho, and the winds whipping back and forth, <laughs> and you got the gray man who's standing there being like, I told you! I warned you!
0: <laughs> Just standing there not being affected by the wind at all. It's like, you, you, right there, through the camera, your house will be spared. <laughs> Though I don't know, if people see him on TV, does that mean everybody gets their houses spared? That would be cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, like... Like mass projecting yourself. Like you see the, you know, you got the hurricane guy out there doing his reports, and all of a sudden everyone sees the hurricane, and as it makes landfall, it just dies. <laughs> that would be very efficient and, and much nicer for yes. everyone, I believe. Yeah.
0: But despite its penchant for hurricanes, Polly's Island is a glorious place, and oh, yeah. I highly recommend you visit. But Absolutely. if you see the one gentleman dressed in 19th century clothing, that is sort of monochromatic, perhaps don't stay around for too long. And listen to what he tells you. It's probably not going to be good. It's not very welcoming. It's usually, please leave. <laughs> you, get out! Well, he's not that
1: rude. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. He is, after all, a southern gentleman. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sir, I would act to kindly ask you to leave Polly's Island. <laughs> Your house is, is safe, but you need to leave. <laughs> it will only be safe if you leave. <laughs> if you leave.
0: <laughs> so, I think, as I agree, we're probably done with the gray man. He's vague and wonderful.
1: But yeah, we're not done. There's only been a few reported sightings. This of it's is just, true. Like, not like super popular, we're just kind of bringing it out into the light, really. It's
0: all about quality, not quantity.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: But we are not done with Polly's Island, I don't think.
1: No, Alice Flagg.
0: I do like the tale of Alice Flagg. She's. Not technically Polly's Island. She's just a little farther away in Merle's yeah. Inlet. Yeah. And she's often linked with the Gray Man. Like, her story and his are have similarities, so people think they're the same story, but they're not.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, we have Alice Blaine Flagg. Young yep. girl, born in November 29th, 1833, two days after my birthday. Yeah. Not the 1833 part. <laughs> um, I would hope not. Yeah, uh, I'd be very old. She, at least, was 16 when she expired. Wow, 16. That's... Yeah, well, I mean, it was 1800s. Yeah. Um, she's the youngest of eight or nine, depending on whose history you you'd consider more important, I guess. Her parents were Ebenezer and Margaret Blaine Flagg. This is the dry part, sorry. Yeah, Ebenezer, though. <laughs> Isn't that a great name? Love that name. Um, She and many siblings were born in Charleston, so, you know, another part of the Great South. Uh, she came to live with her older brother, Dr. Allard Flagg. Allard Flag. Allard and Alice. I wonder <laughs> what everyone else was named. Albert Alma. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And her mother at this point was widowed, so her brother, who was much, much older, became her guardian, I suppose. Like a ward. Yeah. Well, she was the ward, he was the the guardian. Yeah. Guardians of, not the galaxy. Yeah. Moved (laughs) to Merle's Inlet. Which is lovely. Yes. And I will say it's M-U-R-R-E-L-L. Yeah. Merle, not Merle. (laughs) Merle. Not Merle. Right. Um, Her brother was a doctor, as is perhaps evidenced by his title, Dr. Allard. Um, He was also a caretaker or owner of the Watchesaw Plantation. Uh, Again, the South with its plantations. We just cannot get away from it. Yeah. Uh, But the house there, kind of the equivalent of the Pelican Inn, I think, was the Hermitage. Uh, this was the home,
1: considered the home of Alice. Now, now, answer me a question. Is is the entire establishment called a hermitage, or is that just what they called their house? If for whatever reason, that's just
0: what they called the house. Okay. All right. The house was the hermitage in Wachasa Plantation. Yeah. Now, dear Alice, being a young teenager, well, I suppose back then she would be almost
1: grown up, but still... Well, it's she, back then, hundreds, sixteen, you were already considered you should be married and having kids at that point. So, so perhaps she was an old maid. Yeah. Spinster.
0: Spinster. Indeed. <laughs> she met and fell in love with a man who I suppose was so common, his name was not bothered to be recorded in history, so we don't know who he was. We can blame the doctor for that one. Most likely. He's cited to be a lumberman or a peddler of... Oh, what is it? Turmeric. Turmeric. I I don't know why. Um, I'm not sure how those two. Are, this or that. I don't know. <laughs> of course, mother and brother disapproved, and brother as they, as they do, as they do. And since the brother was now her guardian, he had a lot of say in her life, which any teenage girl.
1: Then or now, probably just loved. Oh no, that would not go over well now. No, no. I mean, let's let's face it. If if you're if you were sixteen and you just decided you were going to date somebody and your brother was like, nope, I control you, you wouldn't be having that, would you? <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose she could have started her own version of West Side
0: Story or something.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: Yeah. Nowadays, you just write an angry tweet. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sure what she would have done. Smoke signals. Yeah, that may be a little too far back. She did, however, accept a secret engagement ring. Again, the stories and legends sort of diverge here. Either she wore it on her hand and was chastised for it and then hid it by wearing it on a ribbon around her neck. Yeah. Or she always wore it on a ribbon around her neck. Either way, there's ribbon involved. So, ribbon. Ribbon, yeah. absolutely. ribbon. Now, at some point around here this time, she was sent off to boarding school in Charleston. Yeah. Back and, to Charleston. <laughs> well, back to Charleston. And some people think that it was because her brother was angry at her and trying to keep them apart, which is possible, but it also but could it's just like be. like back
1: then they used to do that, though. Oh, yeah. Back I mean, then. it could have just been a happy coincidence. A boarding school or whatnot. A, a, what was it? A, a school for the upcoming young ladies? Finishing and, school. Yeah, finishing schools. And unfortunately, stuff like that. this school nearly finished her. Yeah, indeed. Um.
0: She was a wealthy girl, so yeah, that's where she went. Yeah. Now, she fell ill due to probably depression. It was her symptoms could also be, I suppose, ascribed to anxiety. And she fell ill due to what they called back then
1: country favor uh, malaria. Yes. Yeah. Padme syndrome. I'm sad. I'm going to die now. <laughs> How tragic. <laughs> well, the school sent word to
0: her brother, and he did die dame to come back and retrieve her in what was apparently a
1: four-day carriage ride which i mean nowadays if you think about it from charleston to polly's island is what 45 minutes i don't it think took it's a, that close i was about to say it, it took us nearly under an hour to get there true i'm not
0: sure exactly how if you went from charleston to merle's Island, that we'd have to look it up sorry or you can all google it
1: if yeah, you're just really curious You google it
0: <laughs> but it would not take days it would be no. hours yeah yeah and if you think about the shock system on a carriage, apparently he picked her up, and I'm sure if you're already feeling ill, not to mention in close quarters with someone you're really not happy with, Oh yeah, definitely more
1: angry tweets. Oh, there was a bunch of, like, silent treatment during that ride, I imagine. Just the... She o- probably just coughed at him. Just the occasional, ow, oh, <clears throat>
0: <ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. To be a fly in that carriage... So, um, I suppose in a fit of teenage angst, as soon as she got home, she slipped into a coma and apparently died. <laughs> fit of teenage angst. I probably shouldn't laugh at that,
1: but, you know, she'd be dead by now anyway. Okay, so it's sort of like Bella. You can just, oh, what was me! <sniffs> <I> Collapse. <suppose. laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, now here again, we have two different stories. She was wearing, okay, back to the ribbons, she was wearing her ring on her yeah. ribbon. Yeah. Now... Some stories say that Doctor Flag, being a physician, was trying to attend to her. We shan't think about that too deeply, and found the ring and took it off of her. And she discovered later that it was missing. Or he found it when he was, I, uh, apparently preparing
1: her body. I well, don't I mean think back, then, back then, the families did that. And True. Him being both a physician and a family member, he would have been right for the job, I guess. I suppose,
0: though. So at some point, he found the ring. And took, a, took it off of her and flung it, dramatically, into the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> that, you should really have seen the emotion that went with it. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Y'all missed out.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... I if only know. we had viewers and not just listeners. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little too dramatic. You're dead now, but screw your ring! <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Very unkind, I think, overall. More tweets
0: from beyond. Yeah. Okay, so legend has it that she was buried at All Saints Waccamaw Episcopal Church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is a grave marker there. Oh, you'll be able to see it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. It is, well, you know, the size of a grave and it
1: bears simply the word Alice. Alice. Yeah, yeah. No dates, no last name, nothing. <laughs> the only the only big marker and indication about that, that grave is the fact that there's stuff all over it, and there's a worn walking spot around it. Yes. Okay,
0: so we should back up and explain that a little bit. Yeah. So, at All Saints, um, apparently, according to legend, uh, because she lost her ring, if you go there, you must be very careful. Perhaps don't wear your precious jewelry because... She'll steal al- it. Allegedly, people have lost their rings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There is a ritual that people perform where they circle her grave, depending on who you ask, three or six times, Wittershins, that's for the pagans out there, that's counterclockwise, and then three or six times clockwise. Clockwise, yeah. And you start at the lower right. And you end on the A. Yes. Yep. Um, and you have to leave her some sort of token, rings or flowers or seashells. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> this is almost like Patreon levels, but if you do this at midnight... She's alleged to appear before you herself.
1: Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> now, again, I don't Can know. Can you that. imagine being in the afterlife and you're like, oh, somebody's walking around my grave. Damn it, it's at midnight. Oh, <laughs> I gotta show up. I gotta go, guys. Guys, put the put the d game on hold. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, you're such a
0: gamer. Research shows, however, and this is kind of disappointing, that her actual grave is at Blaine Methodist Church, which is a family plot. The Alice grave, or marker, is actually an empty monument. Like, um, No one's there. It's just there to commemorate Alice of the ages, I guess. And it's not even that Alice. It's a descendant. It is part of the family, but it's not... It's a generation or so later. Um, A descendant who was swept away by a hurricane, and therefore there was no body to recover. Who was obviously not warmed by the gray man. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't on the job yet. Maybe. maybe. Or she just wasn't in sight. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, the Hermitage, which still exists, and you can go to it. Definitely Google Pictures. It's beautiful. It is owned by a Mr. Clark Wilcox, or at least the last known person that I could find. He's the current owner of the Hermitage, and it is open once a week for tours, so you could see the home of Alice, though there is also some question if Hermitage is, if it was even finished By the time she was alive. So, history versus legend. What's what's more fun? And, as another point, the Hermitage is not where it once used to be. It It was picked up and moved. (laughs) So, a developer could make... I don't even know what's there now, but... So, the plantation land was... a
1: motel or something.
0: ...was turned into some sort of development. I don't know. I mean,
1: upcycling.
0: I guess, but, I mean... It's a little disappointing to think about that Alice is not at the grave where everyone wants her to be. Her house is not where it once was. It's got to be very discombobulated oh, for Oh yeah, her. yeah.
1: <laughs> that afterlife has just like moving around a lot.
0: Very. Well, busy. they're
1: moving our house again, dude. We died like a hundred years ago. They're worth. Oh well. So, do you think that people are stuck with their home or
0: the land? So, like, are there ghosts in an empty space where there is no house, or do they go with the
1: house? Well, I mean, I think it depends on the situation, really. Well, allegedly, she is still seen at the house, so I but guess. What are you she goes more attached her? to, the house, the land? You know, or are you more attached to a ring? Apparently she is, I guess. A copy of Legend of Zelda. I mean, I guess it's whatever you're 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 stuck to, or not stuck, but whatever you're more attached to. Y'all, I am stuck with such a nerdy gamer.
0: Poor me. Poor you. Indeed. So we've covered you know, some of the specialties of Polly's Island and Merle's Inlet. Yeah. I think at some point we should talk more about myrtle beach which i know i sort of mentioned that it's tawdry but i I don't say that unlovingly i adore myrtle beach uh yeah you do i do and it does have some cool haunted things along with like haunted house attractions and apparently it's kind of a hot spot for ufo enthusiasts we get really yeah there have been some mentions huh. of ufo sightings okay then well so, something that i was future. not aware of well now you are yeah and Along with I like know. the Ripleys and whatnot, <laughs> you can see mermaids if you go to the Ripley's Aquarium. Well, enough not for like, their tourists. Not, not like the Ren
1: Faire That you
0: see <laughs> mermaids when you go to the Ren Faire. We like mermaids. What can we say? <laughs> well, that's all for now. I think we're you know making our way through the Grand Strand. Yeah. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank we you. are Southern Fried Spooky, the podcast home of
1: goths, ghost stories, and grits. Great. I'm your Carolina girl. And I'm your Florida man, and we will see you next time. Thank you. as we all say, y'all come back now. (laughs) Wow. What's wrong with grits? It's totally, it's alliteration. Just go with it. Just go with it.